This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio on this wonderful August Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. I know. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, isn't it? <laughs> it depends on which neighborhood you're in. I'm pretty There's sure. nothing better than being woken up by an engine revving, too. And I'm being serious about it. I'm like, when you're at the river and you hear that boat just going down the river, just, that's the best, that's the best way to wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Auto, Auto Parkway up at where the Escondido store is sometimes, um, there's that performance shop across the street. Yeah, yeah. Man, sometimes when some of those cars, I'm like, holy smokes, guys, this is this is not a racetrack. Yeah, but that's how you wake up in the morning. Get a little well, adrenaline I, I, flowing. I, I, okay, well, I'm not there that early in the morning that I, I hope nobody in my neighborhood's starting up a, mo- a boat or a motor like that. So no, I prefer to wake up peacefully now. I must it, be getting old. Must be getting old. <laughs> Well, I understand what you're saying on vacation. You know, you you hear one of those 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 big blocks in one of those flat bottoms or something. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah start up, you know, in the morning out there well, at the river. It just gets your adrenaline flowing because you're ready to get out and hit the water. So, but that's like vacation time. I don't want anybody starting a 427 or 429 boat next door to me when I'm trying to sleep in on Sunday. I right? could get rid of my alarm clock if this all went on. <laughs> I'd much rather get woke up that way than do a beep beep beep. I'm gonna get a loudspeaker for you, and I'm gonna place it in your room. Your wife's not gonna like this, but <laughs> and I'll just push a button, and it'll baba baba baba. <laughs> the first time you come flying out of bed, like you won't know what happened. Sound like somebody's driving a boat through your living room or something. Well, it won't be nothing new to her, because normally, you know, like the other morning, go. I was in there sleeping. All of a sudden, I heard, "No, get out of the bed!" All I hear is this wet dog coming flying through the bedroom. He went out to go to the bathroom, and I guess the sprinklers were on. They came back in and jumped on the bed. <laughs> oh, jeezy Pete's, man. I don't know how that's automotive related, but I guess Kevin's uh, idea to that is keep your wet dogs hey, outside. You know what? There's a couple. I mean, you know what? <laughs> in the moment, you're not kind of upset about it, but you know what? Later on, you laugh about it. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. All right, folks. Hey, uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Uh, uh, always a, a wonderful Saturday morning. Great way to start uh, the day. Uh, talking about uh, car stuff. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, the 10 most common car buying mistakes that uh, uh, we see people do. Um, and uh, it's pretty easy to uh, to fall into some of these. And that's why we thought this would be a great thing to talk about. Because uh, right now, there's uh, very few new cars available out there. Some folks, if you are needing to buy a car, are uh, tending to, to purchase used cars. Um, but this also goes for new cars. Some of this stuff does, without question. It's just not, not about... N- uh, only uh, used cars. It's, it's also about new cars. Uh, um, you know, as far as uh, things that you can do and mistakes you can make. And the printing's really small on this. I just realized without question. So, 
Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe your this, arm's not my, long my enough. My arm's not long enough. That's what was wrong with it. So, not wrong. <laughs> so, buying a new or used car can be exciting, right? Yes. You know, you get in something with all kinds of new bells and whistles that you never had before. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it can be some really good, really good stuff as far as that goes. Well, that's what I've said before. Even all of us, when we go to look at cars, um, I even get excited. I mean, I, I just, I like automobiles, you, you like know, cars. motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can get excited with this stuff. And, and there's times I miss things when I'm even going to look. And, you know, I'm pretty good at this. So <laughs> it is that very, very true. Very true. Uh, but it is a complex process uh, through which you can end up overpaying hundreds or thousands of dollars or with a vehicle that you won't be happy with down the road. Um, so that's why we're kind of talking about a couple of things that you need to do to make sure you end up with the right vehicle and a happy vehicle and you're happy with the vehicle. Uh, you know, and you're the one that's got to drive it. So, and keep in mind, we always talk about when you purchase a vehicle, you should plan on driving, driving the wheels off the puppy. So that way, that's how you get the most value out of it. As me who drives vehicles, 350,000 miles before replacing them. Well, exactly. And car is going to be one of your biggest. And when I say investments, I mean, honestly, we probably spend more money on our car than we do. I mean, by the time you insure it, you know the maintenance yeah the only other a bigger purchase most people make is a home other than a car so other than that car is the next one but we definitely abuse our cars more than our houses you know what i mean we put it through the worst situations rain snow whatever so well and it's always bouncing down the road too. Yes. you don't bounce your house down <laughs> the road then, if you did parts would fall and then we off bounce it. it over to whatever this that yeah if you bounced your house <laughs> down the road things would be falling off all the time so that's a bad idea um, but yes, so cars are put through a lot and we need to take care of them properly, but we we really, really, really need to make sure you get into the right car initially, uh, which, uh, so it doesn't turn into when you purchase a car, uh, that your excitement turns into buyer remorse. Uh, that's what we don't want. Well, there can be that too. Cause uh, you know what? Me and my wife just went on vacation. And the funny thing is, I mean, you'd want to almost think that these car seats are the same but they're not the driver's seat and the passenger seat we were talking about because we were switching back and forth driving like the driver's seat you can because it's got more lumbar supports in it and you can you know you can move the seat around more it was really weird because i was more comfortable in the passenger seat and she was more comfortable in the driver's seat i mean just you know for sitting reasons you know what i'm saying kind of car were you driving uh yukon oh, okay so it's brand new so it's 2021 yukon okay well, usually they put all the a couple extra things on the driver's seat because he needs to stay. She, he needs to stay comfortable. And, and um, I and I get that without question. I'm just saying everybody's different. We feel different things in different seats. So this is one of those things you got to go drive the car. You got to be comfortable in it. You got to be. You know what I mean? And it, you might, especially if if it's just the two of you, you're going to spend two of you are going to spend time. That, both of you got to be happy in that car. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Absolutely. Um, but normally our day-to-day life doesn't constitute going on a vacation. So, no. So really where you need to be comfortable if you buy a car is in the driver's seat. Yes. Unless you have somebody driving you all the time. <laughs> well, I'm just saying if you have a passenger that, especially as you get older, you and your wife are going to spend more time in the car together. I'm just saying if you have a passenger, sometimes you've got to think about the stuff like well, that too. That, that's another thing because that, that, that is true. For, so for older folks that, like my neighbor, they only have one car. They go everywhere together. So he usually drives. She does drive it sometimes when she goes someplace and he like stays home. But I mean, they only have one car. Yeah. So if they go in someplace together, they're they're both in the car. There's they, no question. Yeah. And then you have to see that that makes buying a car even or a house or sorry a car more difficult because you got to make two people happy. You know what I'm saying? Very true. Very true. So the the first biggest mistake is just falling in love with a model. 
Uh, when you're spending tens of thousands of dollars on a car, emotion shouldn't rule the day. So just because you like the way a car looks from the outside is not necessarily a great reason why to buy that vehicle. Well, that's what I was going to say, especially because you've just seen it in a picture and you actually haven't driven it or put your hands on it. <laughs> it might be totally different in real life. That's very true. Very true. Uh, so why, uh, you know, you're spending tens of thousands of dollars uh, and becoming infatuated with a single model can blind you to alternative vehicles that may be better for your needs or make or make you skimp on the researching the process thoroughly. Uh, you need to look at vehicle ratings, reviews, reliability, safety, pricing information. A wide-eyed approach can also uh, leave you more susceptible to a salesperson's tactics to get you to pay more for that vehicle because you tell them you're in love with it. This is the whole problem with that, though. Why do, when do most people go car shopping? I don't know. When they're in distress. Is this a trick? Well, no, because they're in distress and they, you know, their other car's broken or something's, either they crashed it or, or, or whatever. That's the wrong time to go looking at cars. That's the problem is most, most of us do that in that situation though. And that's why we make bad decisions. That's part of the reason I, I can do see So, uh, but you still need to do your research, which will help you in the long run. Uh, to determine which vehicle's best for you, motion aside, focus on doing your homework, comparing different models Assessing your uh, real wants and needs. Uh, there will be plenty of time for emotion after you bought the vehicle, trust me. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but the imp- important things uh, when it comes to the vehicle and, and what you're doing and driving and, and, uh, and that. Um, there are so many. And, and today, we have so many different makes and models and, and uh, uh, different vehicles that can fit your needs. And you really need to be looking for a vehicle that really fits your specific needs it was a lot easier back in 1920 even chrysler Ford, <laughs> chrysler all had black cars <laughs> um yeah so when the model t came out there was very limited options you got one car in one color too back then everybody made the same color all black all cars <laughs> were the, exactly well i mean yeah when the model t came out there wasn't even a uh, there wasn't a Chrysler in a, uh, in, in a, well, in a GM yet. Well, around 1920, I think that they were all three up and running by then, though. And they were fighting each other. Well, you know, like... Uh, I don't know. They, it, it was... Uh, I shouldn't say fighting. It was more of a... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. You know how when people banter? Yeah. There was a bunch of... You know, the three big guys were bantering as they were trying to make their car better than the next one. Competition banter. Yes. You know, when, when was the first model... T- when when was the first car in America production car in America? I think because first, Ford was the first production car. Yes, but I think it was like nineteen, and and, and I could be. It was in early nineteen hundreds though, and I mean like nineteen oh three or something like that. Because I actually think he made his first car before the turn of the century. Uh, I could a, be wrong. It, no, so, yeah, well, that would already nineteen hundred already be the turn of the century, but I I don't remember. Anyway, regards, I never worked on one of those. I mean, I've seen them. I've never actually worked on one uh, because uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I, I definitely was not a technician back then. So. <laughs> you know what else I was watching the other day? You remember them cars that used to turn into boats? The little ones? Yeah, those were like in the 60s, right? Yeah. 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 I can't even remember the name of the company, but I was watching the TV show the other day. Going, and like it was a four, boat car. Four of them came down and just whoop, and down in the water and off they went. And I was like, you know what? Somebody ought to make one of those again. Or maybe a submarine one. <laughs> That would be cool. There's a lot of work to uh, to keep a, a car that floats and drives. Now, that's kind of like driving your house down the road. I mean, it's a lot of work to, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, the, the little the, the way the axles come in and all that. It's got these special seals to keep water. Yeah, that's why I was. So you know, when a car an axle seal fails, you get a transmission leak. On one of those, the axle seal fails. Water starts coming in, and the your car sinks. Well, besides that, then it starts blowing stuff out the vent because it's over full and. That's terrible. But I've never actually worked on one of those, so I've never actually got to see the bottom of one. I mean, like in real life. So, you well, know, it has wheels outside of it. Well, so I'm sure it does. Somehow the drivetrain has to be sealed coming out of that. And it's got to be jet propelled. I mean, I'm assuming, right? Because you're not going to, unless you have a propeller back there, but. I think there's a propeller on the back of them that turns been. on or flips out or something like that. Like I, I said, I'd like to work on one just to see him. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare to me, to be honest with you. Hey, well, you know, and all then, boats were what they, they say every time you buy a boat. What was there? You have two happy days and the day you buy it and the day you sell it. Yeah. But the the funny thing about that would be, and if somebody brought one in that they've been, you'd be driving through salt water. You're like, they went in the ocean with you're like, oh, this thing's going to have all kinds of problems. Just like a car from the Midwest that drives on salted roads where all the brake lines break off and all the. You know, you drive into the ocean, well, see, man. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to damage things. Well, that's why I wonder is is that stuff all inside the casing of it, or is that? Yeah, I, I yes, don't know. Yeah. So, well, I do know this about them is is the only thing that comes out that's sealed is is the drive line going to you know the wheels. So, uh-huh. like like it's got independent axles that come out that 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 go to each wheel. Uh huh. So, and but on the outside is still all the control arms and the ball joints and all that are still on the outside. Oh, okay, they have to be. Well, then the thing in the ocean, just go to the lake with it. Cheesy <laughs> Pete's, man. I don't know. I got to build one now. <laughs> Let me know when you get to build one. I'm getting to build one. Um, as we're talking about this, 10 most or most common uh, car buying mistakes. Skipping the test drive is one. This is uh, where probably the most important thing, because there's so many things, at least in my book, that you can uh, figure out when you're driving. You take the car and drive it for a while. Like you said, I mean, you 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 rented a, a, a Tahoe, did you say, or a Yukon? Yeah. Whichever, it's the same kind of. GM, was it Tahoe or Yukon? Not yet. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, well, it's Suburban, Yukon. It's, the only thing different is like a foot. Oh, okay. Like in the body. I mean, obviously the frame, I, I don't. Well, what did you rent? Well, it was, a, it was a Yukon. Oh, Yukon. GMC Yukon. Yes. Okay. But it's the same thing as a Chevy Suburban Chevy because it's the same length. But Tahoe's shorter, and do they even Chevy have Chevy Tahoe is not the GMC, not the GMC Tahoe. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I just said uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay, because <laughs> there's a lot to this. <laughs> well, then you can also rent an Escalade if you wanted. It's the yeah. same thing, but it's got more bells and whistles on it. Leather yeah. interior, all the great extra things. Oh yeah. Well, this one had all the air conditioned seats and all that stuff. Uh-huh. In it, so. Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm telling you, there's something else on those. The Escalade's got all more foo foo. It's oh, a yeah. Cadillac. Oh, it's a nice car, though. It's probably got air suspension, too. Oh, yeah. And all kinds of things. So, you know, just never know. But anyway, built on the same chassis. Yes, I'm pretty sure, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, that's why I was asking. I don't know if technically if the frame's longer or not, and I never really looked into that. I do know, like, on my my truck, um, <laughs> when I order certain things for it, like drive lines, <laughs> like, uh, like my diff uh, flange for it when it was leaking a little bit, when I went to order it, they wanted to know what length the frame was. Well, correct. They do that a lot. The Ford does that too. Because there was like four, trucks. yeah, there was like four different lengths. Of them. So I'm not totally sure that that one doesn't have a longer frame or something weird about it. But could, but you're, from the outside, it's yeah, you don't. Yeah, really, the only thing you notice is that rear quarter window. It's about a foot longer, okay. twelve inches. That makes sense. 
but skipping the test drive in for multiple reasons can be a problem without question. Um, but, uh, it, uh, there, there's a lot to talk about the test drive and why that's important. But one of the things I was going to get into is an extended test drive where you go and rent a vehicle you're thinking about buying. Like, so if you were thinking about buying a, a Yukon or a, or, a, or, a, or a Suburban or whatever, it'd be a really good idea to go rent it for four or five days and drive it around. Yes. Drive it on a freeway, drive it around town, learn to park it, you know, see, is this car really, really, really fit my needs? We're going to talk a lot more about that uh, as we go. Uh, We're going to have to take our uh, first break here real quick. But uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss more uh, car buying issues without question. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us this wonderful August 7th, Saturday morning. It's a beautiful day outside. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) As we're talking about car car buying mistakes uh we did i did double check was uh, actually uh um uh, mr producer was happy to help us out here 1903 to one no oh one to oh three was that model a no it was oh three to oh five one go ahead it was uh 1902 uh, I'm, 1902 <laughs> to oh three was when they produced the model a that okay 1908 was the model, model t. t that's what it was yes correct yeah so you're right it was the beginning yep yep yeah, I, at the, when they produced the Model A, though Chrysler and and GM were not existent, non-existent. I don't think so. No, neither. It, but it was shortly after because they were all kind of like going at the same time. Ford did get it out there faster, though. Well, well the thing was that uh, um, they looked at that and said, "Hey, this is a good idea. We should probably do this." And yeah. I think the Chrysler brothers were the last to come in because I think General, General Motors actually was made up of like actually they, I don't think Chrysler actually came in until quite a while later because like they you. bought Pontiac but Pontiac was called something else it was called like Chief Motors or something back in the day and then it got turned into Pontiac and then uh, so General Motors kind of came together on that that's why she, actually Chevrolet started all then General Motors is because they brought in Pontiac and Buick and Oldsmobile and gotcha yeah for sure well yeah I'm, I'm going to look here in a minute when we get a chance. But, uh, um, all right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which uh, consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and uh, star certified. Taking care of folks up there in uh, uh, um, um, North County for 28 years now. What are you looking up in the air for? Because I'm like, holy crap. What? <laughs> I've gotten old. <laughs> really know what happened. For, yeah, for like 28 years now up there. Uh, and West El Cone Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cone. AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks out in uh, East County for over eight years now. Along with uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission uh, uh, at uh, 8027 Balboa Avenue right in central San Diego there. AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks for over four years at that location. And, of course, 
last but not least, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, right in the Golden Triangle, 5726 Miramar Road, Neescape Mall. AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks over there for over two years. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, all come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Extremely important to us. You stop in and have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer you uh, and all our clients a new or existing uh, six months, no interest for your vehicle service or repair needs on approved credit. Just ask one of your uh, service consultants uh, in one of my locations. They'll be happy to help you out or the service manager. You can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, somebody told you you have a transmission problem, somebody diagnosed your car as having a transmission problem, you should probably get it in into us and get it checked by the experts because we see way too many vehicles that have either received or been recommended an expensive repair that is not uh, what the vehicle needed to fix it or else. So we see people kind of throwing money down a down a rat hole, huh? Mm-hmm. Not a good idea at all. So get in uh, and let us do our sort of care transmission diagnosis or any other diagnosis on your vehicle that you think you have going on. We're here to help you out. That's why we hire a uh, um, master certified technicians and uh, um, we have some of the highest trained uh, technicians in San Diego County without question these guys do an amazing job and we're here to help you out like family for sure um, we also have uh, uh, shuttle vehicles at all locations so you can get a shuttle ride to home work and back when we're done and we also offer low cost rental vehicles at all four locations uh, you can jump on westautomotivegroup.com that's westautomotivegroup.com and uh, follow us on Facebook uh, or Twitter by uh, going to westautomotivegroup.com, just clicking on stuff, and they'll uh, uh, you can get on there. And we send out all kinds of tips and things like that weekly, so check it out. You can also make appointments, uh, see what we're all about, and that. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com, or pick up the phone number to call any of the locations if you want from off there. Uh, you can also go to my Automan segments, which takes you to my YouTube channel for, right off of westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, you can see where I'm the auto man for uh, uh, Fox 5 and the CW. Uh, check it out there. And uh, you can go. They're all posted there as we they air on the news. Um, and you can uh, see them there if you missed them. Or you can go to Auto Talk Radio where we put all of our uh, podcasts also after we have completed them live. So uh, that's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. Or... You can uh, also go get all the podcasts that are available through Apple Podcast. Oh, so hard to say. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. They're like uh, tongue Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart. Tune in. And I know it's not called radio.com. I just don't like the ne- old, the new name. So I'm just sticking with that one. That's all what we're doing. And if you go to radio.com, it takes you right. What What is it? It's Odyssey, isn't it? Odyssey. I, I, when I first thought it, I, I thought Audacity. Why would somebody name their company Audacity? <laughs> We're not even going to get into that. <laughs> Just let that go. Anyway, we appreciate y'all joining us this morning. And uh, um, if we can help you out with your vehicle concerns or questions or needs, you can always check us out, like I said, at westautomotivegroup.com. So we're talking about uh, Carmen car buying mistakes, right? So um, name one that you've made. <laughs> I don't think you've done a car buying mistake, probably, but I... I have. Uh, go ahead. What was But that? I got lucky, and I got away with that one. I don't know how this happened, but 
you know what? I bought this because, and then you know what? It was the same thing, dude. Car got wrecked. <laughs> we buy a geostorm. I should have known it when there was a, a gallon of water sitting in the you know, on the floorboard in the back. That was a used car. Yes, but I'm just saying. You know what? I should have I should have known something. I got home and I noticed that about once a month I would lose like probably eight ounces of water in the radiator. Of course, you know with the small radiator and stuff like that, that's a, that's obviously a lot of water. But I just kept it topped off with water for like the year that we had it. That thing was a piece of junk. I, I remember that. that but I'm saying though, is I'm just telling you that I didn't know that that was wrong with it, and I because I was in a hurry because the car got wrecked. We needed her to. She needed the car to go back and forth to work. You know what I'm saying? So it was. Mm-hmm. It was it's. It, we bought the car too fast. So I, I didn't take the proper amount of time to drive it. I should. It should have been a red flag when I seen a because ju- when I said, "Hey, there's a jug of water in there," the lady instantly grabbed and said, "That's mine." I was like. <laughs> Nice. I should have known better at that point. <laughs> nice. So it looks like uh, uh, General Motors was founded in 1908, September 16th, in Flint, Michigan. Although there's a weird thing here, a Chevrolet 1911, GMC 1911, Cadillac 1902. Okay, that's why I was telling you, General Motors was formed by all these companies coming together. Oh. So Cadillac and then... Uh, well, it looks like GMC and Chevrolet were both the same exact... They could have been, yes. Oh, no. So Chevrolet was November 3rd, 1911. GMC was July 22nd. But this is when they these were also registered as, as corporations. Yes. So it's hard to say. But General Motors came a corporate General Motors came about because they bought all the companies. Cuz Chevrolet Brothers was actually what started those guys out. But then they did buy like Cadillac along the way and that's why I'm saying Pontiac was named uh Oh, God. Was it Chief or something like that? Okay, so Chrysler was founded in 1925. It was much later. Okay. Yeah. Later so than I, I thought was it was. Say I fit, no, well, I, it was much later than, than Ford and, all, and, and, and the Cadillac or whatever. So Cadillac was actually uh, founded got, about the uh, same time that Ford was. They just weren't producing any vehicles. Yeah, and you got to remember, Cadillac was also the first one to do an automatic transmission, too. Oh. Uh, you know the funny Some thing good history the, the funny thing about that though is in you know what i'm sure that mercedes slaps himself in the back of the head every day for this one because that guy actually worked for mercedes-benz and he came up with the idea and they told him no way so he got on an airplane or got on a boat rode over to the united states and cadillac said let's build it <laughs> very nice yeah chrysler was founded uh, on june 6 1925 by walter chrysler uh, when the Maxwell Motor Company was re- reorganized into the Chrysler Corporation, it was originally hired to take over and overhaul Maxwell Motor Company in the early 1920s. So, um, as I was saying, there was a lot of companies out there trying to make automobiles back then. So, and most of them turned into. That's what I was saying. Like General Motors bought a bunch of them up. For, I think Ford is the only one that probably started. And Ford and Chevrolet are probably the only ones that started out as them and stayed them. Yep. So. Yep. 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 Is what it is. So, well, Chrysler's still them. Oh, yeah. But they, yeah, they were found to take over another company. So what I was going to say about the the whole test driving thing when we're talking about this is uh, I think it's a, a lot of vehicles look good on paper, especially in glossy brochures, photos. Test drive is the best chance to see how a vehicle measures up to the expectations and how well it fits you and your family. So not only do I talk about extended test drives are great, like rent a car and drive it for a couple of days or, 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 you know, a week or whatever. If you, in, in car rental places have new cars, like you go, there's several of them. Everybody knows their names. So, but, uh, you can, you can 
you can, and I don't want to advertise for car rental places, but you can just go rent a car and drive it around. There's some very important things to know, not only how comfortable the seat, like Kevin, uh, the positioning, everything. What about blind spots? Yes. Are you good at parking the car? Every car is different when it comes to parking, especially like, you know, parallel parking, et cetera. Um, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, different things that go along with that, right? Yes. So, lots and lots. That's lots. why. That's why the weak thing is always the best because it seems like sometimes when you drive a car too fast and you may not notice, even when I'm working on someone's car, I might not catch something, but I notice like if I ended up, if they're like, you know what, keep the car for a while, just drive it because it will happen to you sooner or later. Mm -hmm. You finally get it to happen to you and you start to, even if it was happening all along, but maybe my foot was in the wrong position on the gas pedal. The longer I drive the car, the more I get to feel, you know what I'm saying? I get to feel everything. Correct. And it's very, and if you're going to own this car for a long period of time, you should probably really know all the ins and outs about it. So so a good, thorough test drive is important. Around the block won't usually do it for you. No, because it's just any car then. And I mean, like I said, you get to know all the things, how it feels on the freeway, how it feels on surface streets, how it is to park, is there any blind spots, you know, all the creature comforts. Is the seat comfortable after you've sat in it for three hours on a road trip? <laughs> well, it's very... The, the, I know, I know. Wouldn't you hate to buy a... The other thing is, I'm not extremely tall, but I'm six foot tall. There are some cars I get in... Like, let's see, I, I had a, one of the little Range Rovers I was driving one time. Your um, head keep bumping the roof? <laughs> no, but the seat didn't move back far enough for me, and my knee rubbed the door all the time, and we drove it to Palm Springs. It was a rental. I just wanted to check it out. Drove it to Palm Springs, and I was like, yeah, no, I'll never own one of these. I'm but too you, tall for this car, yeah, but you which would, is unusual. I'm only six foot tall, but think if you were 6'5", you'd be like, like a... You'd look like a monkey on a little, uh, on a, on a on a little, and you know mini bike. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't have noticed that if you wouldn't have drove that car for a couple of days though. If That's you would have drove it around the block, or at least a distance. I mean, it was That's a couple hours out there, so I I I was like, oh yeah, man. I, I this I like. There was many features I liked on the car. That was the one I did not like. The seat didn't go. But back it far took enough. you a couple of days to even realize that that was happening to you. I mean, just yeah. you know what I mean. Some some things we don't notice on a quick test drive around the block. So. Especially if you go to a dealership and test drive, you always should go a little longer than around the corner. Especially if you're going to pay a hundred grand for. I mean, cars are getting expensive these days. Oh, they're yeah. So well, if that car is probably not a hundred grand. Well, yeah, I think it's like forty five or something. I know that, but you you understand where I'm going with this. If you're going to pay that much for a car, yeah, I deserve an hour test drive maybe or something. You know what I'm saying? I think if you're going to pay, <laughs> I don't care if you only pay two grand for a car, you deserve at least an hour test drive. <laughs> Anyway, all right, folks, we're going to take our last break here real quick. We appreciate you tuning in this morning to Auto Talk Radio uh, here on the uh, Answer San Diego 1170 and K-Praise. We're discussing uh, car buying mistakes, but we're happy to talk about anything automotive related, as you can tell. We're going to jump off here, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us here this wonderful August Saturday morning. You're looking very uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed over there. (laughs) If you, had a, if you had a tail, hopefully it'd be bushy. I, I, 
You know what? It's actually a nice morning. It was a little bit of overcast this morning, just enough to put a little moisture in there. You know, I mean, not to make it humid or anything. I, this morning was really a nice drive. Yeah. yeah. Rolled down the windows, got some fresh air in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Always a good thing to do. It's good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. So, hey, uh, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries uh, at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason, uh, and that is to, uh, well, the reason for that is because they are the number one technician recommended battery. And basically, there's no, there is not, there's not another battery I'd put in anything I own, and I put put these in everything I own from motorcycles to battery backups for our servers to all my batteries come from interstate batteries and that's because they are the highest quality batteries out there if you need a battery for your vehicle jump on uh, westautomotivegroup.com and uh, make an appointment we'll get you in we'll get you an interstate installed i don't care what your vehicle is we'll get you all squared away um if you need a battery for any other need you can check them out at their storefronts 9345 cabot drive in miramar or in la mesa at 70th in university they have a battery for every single need. Just get in there and get it checked out. No question. Uh, and they will uh, get you what you need. It's interstate batteries, battery for every need. All right. So this morning we are talking about car buying mistakes. Kevin bought a car with a blown head gasket, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. I bet you didn't pay much for that car. Uh, you know, I don't. Th- I want to say I only paid like 1500 bucks for the car anyways. I mean, I don't even know if I paid that much. Maybe 1200 bucks. I don't know. What but was the funny thing is, is one of my buddies that knew, I mean, he knew that because he was there when I bought it. I mean, you know, I mean, later, you know, a couple of days later, he was at the house and I was, you know, like, hey, this thing's leaking water. So he knew this, right? Oh, it wasn't ingesting it. It was leaking. No, it wasn't. Le- it was ingesting it, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't find I couldn't find a leak, but I couldn't. I do a pressure test on it. I couldn't find no high record. It was just it was one of those things that had to been really small. So I never really did anything about it because I could just keep it under control. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, I was gonna. I forget what I was gonna say about but that. I, oh, I'm sorry. I ended up selling it to a buddy too, and he knew it was wrong with it. I, he knew I was adding water to it once a month. He's like, "Sell it to me five hundred bucks. I'll take it. I'll see you later." <laughs> what? Uh, um. What? Uh, um. What was the first car you bought when you got to California? Was it your Ventura? Yep, same car. Still got the driveway. Oh, you don't drive the car though. No. <clears throat> I, every even, time I went to does start, it even run? No, because every time you know the gasoline sat in there too long. And the last time I started it, well, you got to pull the car ball apart now. Yeah, yeah, because you know the, the kids were young, so then I'd start to work on it, and then you know other things. My the '67 Mustang. Uh, uh, what I do with that thing because there's goes long periods in it. I I run it. I run the carb dry on it before I. I shut the fuel down on it and run the car, carb dry well, know, so that way the floats hang. That's what I used to do. Because the needle and seat on and, – and a lot of folks, if you don't own carbureted cars or anything like that, but uh, um, when, if you own uh, vintage cars, um, if you – just like motorcycles with carburetors, you run the carburetor dry, the float drops down, it pulls the needle out of the seat – that way, because if you leave the float with fuel in it, that needle stuck in the seat will will solidify up up in there. And then if you do get it started off a little bit of fuel that's in the bowl, once it runs dry, the float will never drop down because it's solidified up in the in in the seat. So or either that, or people are probably going, "What the heck is a needle in a seat?" Well, either that, or the seat goes back up and it don't seat anymore because the crustacean and now it's flooding. So it's like, yeah. yeah. I haven't had that happen. Well, that's what happened to mine. Oh, on your on your. Pontiac. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, and then the uh, um, um, on motorcycles usually it sticks up though is what happens in the thing yeah. called starry. Well, on the motorcycles, I just 
turn my thing off and I run them out of gas like when I park them for the winter. Run them dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way it's hanging. It doesn't yeah, exactly. solidify. It dries out. It's all good. Um, so, but uh, yeah, no, 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 no amount of fuel stabilizer helps if it's years. Not, so. not. You know what? Old fuel was okay, but the new fuels with all the additives and stuff in it. Yeah, don't junk. So I got some. I got to get the Mustang back out and get it started again. Anyway, my first car was a '82 Chevy Chevette. It was a really cool. What are you doing? Dancing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, 82 Chevy Chevette. Uh, I, I, n- I never forget this car. I bought it for $500. I was in the Navy. I had a motorcycle. I was riding a motorcycle, but I, I, I was like, I need a car. It does rain every once in a while. And you do, you do got to go to the grocery store. Yeah, and this was a deal. $500. Somebody had painted it this uh, metallic blue with a roller. It was a really beautiful car. I was like, nobody will ever steal this thing. I'll tell you what, I drove that car all over the place. Right. So it was really, really good. So uh, made it, uh, did a great job. Well, the thing is, when you're on a motorcycle, you can only put so much in a backpack. You know what I mean? So if you go to the grocery, yeah. go to go to the grocery store, the grocery store is like one of the hardest things. Well, I was in the military. Well, I know, so. but you gallon of milk and a box of cereal is about all you're getting home. You know, then you got to go back again. Yeah, well, well, I, but I didn't. When I, I lived in the barracks at North Island when I had the motorcycle. Oh, so you had a meal so, ticket then? Well, yeah, there's a mess hall. I didn't have to really like carry stuff home. I mean, in a candy bar, you can fit in your backpack. It's all good. So anyway, that was my first car here. That's I, I'll never forget that car. Uh, it did me well. Did me well. I drove that bad boy. Uh, once I moved off base, then I got that car, and then I, I lived down uh, by the airport, and I drive that car up over the Coronado Bay. I was always wondered, is this thing going to break down on me? Who cares? I fixed it all the time. <laughs> what is going to just get out and leave it on the bridge? Yep. Toss no. The, toss the license plates. <laughs> no, can't be doing that. All right. Back yeah, the to the good old <laughs> movies back when they used to pull the plates off and just throw them in the bushes and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Now they'd find the plates in the bushes, and they'd be wondering, what are you doing? And they'd pull my fingerprints off of them. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Um, So we went through the test drive. Very important, you know, and perform a good walk around of the vehicle when you're, uh, you want to just make sure it's the right car for you. And the only way to do that is by by actually driving the car, as we spoke. So, uh, you know, negotiating down from the sticker price. Don't use a sticker price as your gauge when negotiating a deal. Uh, uh, a salesperson may offer you a deal that's, say, 500 below the sticker price, and many consumers will conclude often mistakenly that they're getting a good deal. Uh, unless the vehicle is in big demand and short supply, like right now, cars are hard to get, you can often get an even lower price by negotiating up from what the dealer paid for the vehicle. Uh, when you know the dealer's true cost. So a lot of dealers will show, and this is for buying a new car, obviously. A lot of dealers will show you, uh, um, you know, the invoice on the car, what the car costs them. Right. Yeah, so as far as that goes. Um, I have a feeling anything that's motorized right now is going through these uh, changes about everything is in demand right now because even I've noticed the motorcycle uh, dealers are low on motorcycles. They're starting to get pricey right now. Uh I know RVs are selling like hotcakes right now, but it makes me wonder how this RV thing is going to turn out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love RVN, and there's a lot of people out there that, I mean, you know, I have some friends that actually live on the road and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, but RVN is for, you got to be a certain person, you know, to to enjoy that life. So I have a feeling COVID did 
spread a lot of people buying RVs, and I have a feeling, well, oh, those are going to come back again. Well, there's a lot of people that bought RVs and boats because they were like, well, we're not going, we're not going to go anywhere out of the country, so I guess vacationing for the next couple of years is going to be in our RV, and like we don't have to stay at a hotel, and we don't have to, you know. And I completely understand what they did, but I'm just saying that that's that's kind of like. Uh, that's why they're going to say they're going to have an uptick in a lot of motorhomes and stuff like that too, because they're going to realize storing this stuff. Because honestly, like a motorhome, I mean, even a trailer. I use my trailer a lot, and honestly, I still want to look back and go, I only use it seven times a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, realistically, you still have your camera. Yeah. Oh, I sold mine a long time ago. Well, so. I, I can park it at my house. I got it plugged in at my house. It's not like it cost me anything to keep. Honestly, I didn't pay much for that. Somebody somebody was needing to get rid of that when I bought Is it. Is it a anyway. toy box? Yeah, oh. just a 21-foot toy box. Not a big one. Just perfect. You know what? That way I keep the motorcycles and the buggy in it, too, while we're at home, so I don't have to keep them in the garage. And Yeah, the one I had when me and Zach did a lot of desert riding was a little 18-foot Thor Yeah, it's a, toy I, box. Yeah. Mine's just 21-foot. It's not very big. It's not, but it just, you know what? I, I, almost sleep, I sleep better than that than I do in a motel room. What's your, it's still, it's kind of like your house. Too, yes. So it's all good. But uh, good point. Uh, um, I don't know where that's going to go. But motorcycles, I know, also are higher demand right now because Harley Davidson called and said, "Hey, do you have any bikes you want to sell that you own?" You know, mm. like they're looking for inventory because yeah. they're having trouble finding inventory. Kind of like the car places yeah, do. It, when they- yeah, and 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 when we're talking about buying cars right now, folks, drive through any like Auto Parkway in Escondido. And normally, like, well, Cadillac dealers right there in the pinnacle of it, right? Uh, uh, there's like a car every seven spaces on their lot. There's, I mean, you could shoot a gun through there and not hit a car. And that's, that's don't do that. No, but yes, sure that, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, is that they, their inventory is extremely low on new and used cars right now. And I just got back from a trip across the country. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else is just like that. It's oh, not, no, I know, I know it's not just here, but that's my point is that you can gauge it by seeing that you see it and you're like, wow, man. All the dealers through there. The only dealers I see that had uh, quite a few cars. Um, Audi seemed like they had quite a few still now. But they're lower. Those are lower volume dealers. They don't sell as many cars as like GM and Ford and and Kia and and uh, uh, you know Chrysler. They, they I mean that's where uh, you know Honda. Uh, all those dealers. The and I'll call them the mainstream dealers are low on inventory because. People buy a lot of cars from them. Typically, that's that's a go to dealers. Well, and they and they're not producing them as fast as they were producing well, them either. So can we had a chip shortage? So and there's another thing. It's hard to get a rental car too. Just so you know, it probably is because they had to send. There was one rental car company that filed bankruptcy. They already said that this was going to be a this was going to send a ton of used cars back into the the system again. So and well, they and it did happen with them this year too. Well, so yeah, but before that, when COVID first started, yeah, several rental car companies of the big ones sold their inventory off. That's how they lowered their costs. Yeah, yeah. So they sold their inventory off. Well, now you can't get new cars. <laughs> well, that they only buy new cars when they because they put went them out and bought them all. Well, no, no, mm-hmm. the, no, they you can't get they no oh. they sold their inventory off. So that you and, can't rent a car because there's no rental cars well they're the inventory is low for them too just like it is on the dealer lot so but the chip shortage thing was uh came to in fact we stopped manufacturing things they stopped ordering stuff because they weren't selling cars initially in covid yeah so so they stopped ordering these things and then all of a sudden now we roll back and yeah it it was a it was a it was not a not a good effect this is another thing I know, and I know this thing got nothing to do with anything. But for some reason, dude, juices are low right now in stores too. What? 
like iced teas and juices, dude. Uh-huh. I don't know. You can't. I don't drink. I mean, because I used to drink. I mean, I drink a lot more juices than I used to drink just because I don't drink the iced tea because of the, you know, the caffeine, blah, 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 uh-huh. all this stuff because I'm getting older. But I noticed every truck stop I walked, <laughs> it was like, so I started drinking more like strawberry lemonades and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, like all of <laughs> yeah, Monster One's full, but I don't want don't that. Drink that. I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> you don't want to drink that. Sorry, Monster. <laughs> Didn't mean to talk bad about you. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, just make sure. In, in car prices are up. You know, I got to be honest with you. I, I would think, unless you can just find a really great deal, that that purchasing a new car right now is probably a bit more of a struggle to get a good price on. If I had to had to had to mention it, so. Just one of those things. Um, do not do a deal by focusing on the monthly payment because monthly payments add up. So uh, normal car cars are uh, five or now six years maybe. So, But if they give you a great monthly payment, you think, but you got to pay for the car for nine years, that's not such a great deal. So you need to actually know what the total cost of the car is. Don't back into the payment. A lot of people that sell cars, especially used cars, love to back you into a payment. And what about interest? Tell you what, we can get you in this car for 99 bucks a month. They forgot to tell you there was 25% interest. 25% interest, and it's uh, a loan for 14 years. Will you, make, will you make more money in interest payments than you do on the actual car? <laughs> that too. That happens. So just be cognizant about that and make sure that... Uh, what you're you're getting what you want and be careful you know i guess i guess this is the reason the whole reason brian's stressing and all this is because this is this is when you wreck your car and you're out looking for a car you need to take that extra day to rent the rent i understand the insurance car you only rent your car for a week or whatever they do but if you have to rent a car for another day or two then do it to make sure that you get the right car you need yeah and a good idea especially if it's an issue where your car got damaged in an accident and and they're going to total it uh, you already have to get a rental, so pick a rental of a car that you think you might want to buy. Yeah, if you so that way you're driving around while you're doing this, uh, checking out cars. You know, uh, it, it is what it is. Yeah, just see see what you can do. Uh, the more time you spend in the car uh, in driving, the better off you are. Uh, and and know getting to know the car, like we were talking about before. Uh, don't buy the deal instead of the vehicle. Uh, automakers have been offering a variety of attractive sales incentives in recent years from. 0% financing and hefty cash rebates to uh, employee discount pricing programs. These can save you money, but it's important to remember that the deal is only as good as the car that's attached to. <laughs> True fact. I got this car for 0% interest, but it's junk. <laughs> that's great. So just just remember, um, you know, you got to look at all aspects of this and, and just make sure and, and, and check out these vehicles and, and do your homework also online, which now with the internet obviously makes life way easier. You can actually check on on the vehicle. You know, check check what other other consumers say. Check the ratings of check the safety ratings of the car. You don't want to buy a car that blows in two if somebody hits it or something. You know, no, never good. So I mean, there, and and all that stuff is out there on these vehicles. So make sure you're checking that. And like Kevin said, doing your homework. You know, uh, as far as that goes. Uh, another mistake is waiting till you're in the dealership or car buying play used car dealer or wherever you're at um, to think about how you're going to finance the car. A lot of times their financing isn't the best. Well, no, no, it used to be dealers used to own their financing, but they don't anymore. So they used to offer a lot of zero percent financing and stuff like that. They don't they don't. They don't finance as well as they used because now the bank because it used to be General Motors made money on both ends. Mm-hmm. Now. 
the bank's got to make its money and General Motors got to make its money. So you got to pay attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and, and even 0% financing sometimes is not as good as like uh, sometimes like I bought several of the Kias we have for yeah, yeah. I, I buy them at uh, a 1.9% financing instead of their zero because if I do 1.9% financing they give me these big rebates back which actually lowers the cost of the vehicle and if you look at it I save more money than I do on 0% financing but you're done you save a dollar but a dollar is a dollar right no no you <laughs> actually it's even more I think it, it came out to like $1,700 per car better by going with 1.9% financing because of the rebates that they gave yeah Overall, even paying the interest is not, not and it was like one point nine percent interest. And I mean, it's not like a lot of interest. No, because even if you paid off the car in the loan time, you probably would only pay like what is it, like six hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars in interest anyway. So if you're getting twenty seven hundred dollars back in rebates, it's definitely better. Correct. <laughs> no, no, no lie about that. So um, keep that in mind, and you have to pencil all this stuff out when you're dealing with financing, and just just be prepared. And sometimes you can go to your credit union and get better financing, or uh, and uh, you know, just there's just all kinds of uh, different ways you can you can go about uh, getting a car finance. So make sure that you follow all your avenues and and get figured out. You know what's best. Uh, uh, you know, uh, safety features are important. We discussed that. Very important as far as that goes. Uh, buying unnecessary extras. I mean, you don't need seven TVs in your Tahoe, do you? No. <laughs> No. You know what? I noticed driving around, I don't see people with TVs in their cars like I used to. I want to say back in like 2000, 2005 era. Yep. It's like every car I passed, because you know, you go home from work uh, it, in the wintertime, it's dark, right? Correct. And beyond almost every car I was passing had TVs on in it. Yep. But now I don't see that. Of course, everybody has phones and tablets. and. Very good. Yeah. Uh, they have all kinds of things. Correct. So um, it's good, good, good stuff as far as that goes. Um, but uh, you, sometimes you don't need all these extras, so just be cognizant of what you're getting with your car, what you're paying for, and what you need. Uh, you know, uh, if it is a used vehicle, make sure we do a thorough pre-purchase inspection and Carfax the car. Pre-purchase inspection by a qualified technician, a qualified facility. We do these at the West Automotive Group all the time through the triple. Uh, we use the AAA one, or and then also Carfax, which tells you about any accidents, items like that, etc. Um, very important things to know. Um, when it comes to uh, purchasing a car. So, and, and all in all, this is pretty much everything that you need to know. Um, you know, make sure you research the value of the car before you uh, purchase it and go from there uh, as far as that goes. Um, and, uh, you know, the best of luck. Like I said, put the time in, do the research, and you'll end up with a great car that you can drive for years and years, right? Yes. Well, not much more, uh, not much more about that as far as it goes uh, with that. So, uh, we hope that you guys have enjoyed learning about how to go about purchasing a car and uh, go from there. Uh, but, uh, you know, we are uh, here to uh, always help you out. We love talking about automotive stuff, and we appreciate you all joining us as far as that goes uh, here every morning um, on Saturdays. It's really good stuff. Um, but uh, we just want to uh, make sure and bring you good information, and we appreciate all all you that call in and join in and and uh with your different automotive questions and concerns and tips etc what do you got to say have a great day yeah have an amazing day have a wonderful weekend and uh you know make sure that uh you go through all the car buying steps san diego and everybody else out there keep the rubber side down and shiny side up as i said until next saturday this has been auto talk radio 
for answers to all your automotive questions. Tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.